You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. What's good, everybody? So like I said, you're tuned in to In The Mix. It's a new show that's here on Converge Music, what taps in with culturally relevant people, with hip hop and urban news. And so like I said, I'm tapped in with my brother, Big Dax. What's up, bro? What's going on, man? I appreciate you having me, man. I appreciate the opportunity to talk a little bit about myself. Um, if you know, I'm from Seattle, Washington, born and raised. Um, grew, grew up playing sports, basketball, football, baseball. And then I found music and, you know, I've been going with that ever since, man. I found my calling, found my passion. You already know, bro. And that's why you was one of the first people I hit to even give this opportunity as well as as an opportunity for me, you know, so we get to experience it together. Like I said, we've known each other since. Exactly. Yay high. We're exactly. birthday twins. All the, you know, so it's only right, bro. So you got to tell the people a little bit about yourself. And so what I like to do since we fresh, it's live. You know, let's break the ice a little bit. Let's so do it. I got a rapid fire. Little icebreaker game. And so over the course of 30 seconds, I'm going to ask you as many questions as I can. And you just give me your answer. Bet. All right, bet. We get on a timer. We got that. We can get that on the screen. Ooh, okay. You see, we're official around here, okay? We're live in the Paramount Theater. All right, let's start. Count me down. Three, two, one. Uh, wing, drums or flats? Flats. Dogs or cats? Dogs. Gucci or Balenciaga? Balenciaga. Cash or credit? Cash. Russell Wilson or future? Ah. Future because he makes music. <laughs> okay. Tequila or cognac? Tequila. Android or iPhone? iPhone. Plans or a surprise? Surprise. I'm more spontaneous. Okay. Okay. Ooh, spontaneous. All right. Get into that a little bit. How do you like spontaneous in your craft or your music? Um, I kind of just go with the flow. Like my days are never really planned as, as far as like, you know, if I wake up and I got to be disciplined as far as like reading or working out, but as far as planning something, unless it's like a shoot or something like that, I like to just kind of flow and be in a flow state. I'm always kind of in a creative mind state. I feel like so um, planning kind of helps with that. It just kind of lets things come. Right. Right. And so you said, you mentioned how you grew up playing sports and all that. So when did music come about? Like what got you into music? I started really making music my senior year in high school. So it was kind of like late. I mean, I found out that sports was kind of politics and like, you know, you could be as good as you want to be and you can work out as hard. But if you don't get to showcase your talents on a court or field or whatever, like no one's going to know. Um, but with music is different and you can make it from the comfort of your bedroom and with technology. Um, so that's when I started my senior year and then I took poetry. And then uh, I started doing the residency program after I graduated. Okay. Okay. And we're going to talk about the residency part a little later. I got a little clip, you know, you know, with you in action, but we'll get to that point. But um, so was there any like musical influences in your family or just somebody who you idolized that also influenced your like decision to choose music over sports? Um, not necessarily like a, a influence, but I had cousins, shout out uh, D-Valley, was one of my cousins that did music growing up from the Central District. Um, just seeing him doing and, and staying consistent and, and just making his own trail and making his own path was uh, kind of inspiring and encouraged me to just kind of go against the grain. Because growing up as a kid, you realize that um, doing sports and a lot of things you do, you may not want to do. 
or you may not know that you want to do it until you get older and you realize and you look back and have that reflective moment. So that was um, kind of my inspiration. But no, I can't really say no one really inspired me, but I've always been close to music. Okay. And you are an independent artist, right? Yes. Okay. And so walk us through that because I feel like you have to have a different type of mindset to be an independent artist, knowing that you're starting out out the gate without the financial backing, let's say the big names, the cosigns and whatnot. So what keeps you going to know that there's a end goal for me, no matter what's going on with social media, what I don't have, like, how do you just like, hey, this is what I got and I'm going to build a house for me. Um, when you make the decision to become independent or, or be independent until you come across like something that catches your attention, I feel like you got to figure out what you're really in it for. And for me, it was always about the music. And if I kept it about the music, I know that everything will fall into place. But without the music, you won't have uh, financial backing or be able to navigate a deal or whatever the case may be. But if you stay close to the music, um, I think that it'll speak for itself eventually if you put in that time, because over time you're going to evolve, you're going to get better. That's just what time does. And if you don't do that, then you're only working backwards. So um, over the time of just being independent, of course, it would be nice to sign a, a crazy deal and be able to have everything I want as far as just in a deal that's structured how I want it. But being independent and sticking to your guns, I, th I feel like is important. And that's the most important thing. And I feel like a lot of people get, um, caught up in the the rap industry or the rap game or just entertainment because it's oversaturated um and i feel like that also makes it easy for people to realize who's actually really good at it or who's just doing it because everyone's doing it right and so especially with being important uh, independent you got to have a team so like talk a little bit about that who are some of the people involved in you know make helping you be you and the best you you can be and making sure that your music and where your goals are at that you're reaching all of them. So who's some of the little pieces that you got working for you right now? Um, shout out my boy Rolando back there. He's my videographer, cameraman. He does it all, he makes beats too. Uh, he's a triple, he's a triple threat. He literally does it all. Also a very wise man I keep in my corner. I have um, my homie Eli, who's just another very wise business partner that I work with. You, of course, you know, we be tapping in as far as just in and out because we're family. Um, I've been working with Najee Townsend, uh, who's a crazy producer from Federal Way. Um, I work with Buddha, who's a, another amazing producer who's got his stripes in the industry. And my engineer is Jordan Santana, who's just been going crazy. So that's pretty much my nucleus of like where I create from, um, or as far as like who's in the group chat when moves are to be made or plans are to be said or who I need to hit and just keeping me updated and keeping all those people in the loop so everything can work how it's supposed to be and we're all fluent. Okay, cool. So we're going to take a quick commercial break, but when we get back, we'll get into some of your projects and then also expand on your uh, life with the residency. All right, let's do it. All right, cool. So tune in, everybody. We're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we'll still be right here live from the Paramount Theater. You are watching In The Mix. COVID-19 hurt my income, my health, and my family. We were about to lose our home when we heard we might be eligible for homeowner assistance funds from the government. We called 1-877-894-HOME, and a housing counselor stepped in, talked to our lender, and saved our home. Federal funding details at WashingtonHalf.org. That's WashingtonHAF.org. 
Welcome back, everybody, to In The Mix. I'm your host, Cuddy, and I'm here with Vic Dax. So, yeah, bro, um, let's get into some of your projects right now. Um, and in specific, I want to talk about Eye of the Storm. Let's do it. You know, so what was your inspiration behind that project? Because that's one of my personal favorites because I got to really mm-hmm. see the behind the scenes and actually be hands on photo shoots, video shoots, you yeah. know, and all that and actually recording. So let's get into that. What's your inspiration behind that? That one was. um, Let's see before that. Let's let's go before I even made that project. Before I made that project, I had I think. 4 a.m. was a song that I had from maybe years ago that I had and I made that daily for, that I had made um, with Elon. Shout out Elon Wright. That's another person that's in my nucleus, too, that I just bounce ideas off of. Um, but we had that song and then we had made maybe a couple more at the studio. And then he just kind of sent me some beats and figured out that they all were kind of in the same key. It was like, hey, why don't we just make a little project? So we just locked it in the studio for maybe a couple of days and we just ended up knocking that out. And then like just going back and refining it, adding whatever as far as engineering, um, where we wanted to go with it, the order of the project. But the inspiration was really just kind of, I hadn't dropped any music in a little bit, I believe. Um, and it was just something new, something fresh, something organic, something quick that happened um, naturally when that wasn't really forced. And we just wanted to put it out in the world and just see how it was perceived. So that was just kind of that process of it. What was your favorite song on the project? Ah, Shot Clock. Because you were there for the music video that right. isn't out yet. But I was I would have said my favorite on the project is Jim's. I feel like I'm walking into an arena. Yeah. With the a intro's, million the intro's people, crazy. And I'm ready to run through a wall, just ready. You feel me? So that's my favorite and my go-to on that project. Oh man, sure. I appreciate that. You already know, bro. So yeah. So you mentioned the residency. Um, we have a clip, but why don't you talk a little bit about what the residency actually is? And then we'll go into know into a little deeper after a clip but okay the residency is uh founded by macklemore ryan lewis and jonathan cunningham it's a music cohort that takes inner city kids and you have basically two ways to go or two routes which could be production which is for people who make beats or it can be artist or vocal which is for single or singers or rappers or you want to do spoken word like it's really whatever um but they pretty much you have four weeks and you're just literally locked in. If you're with producers, you have your own mentors and teaching artists that are teaching you the steps, the ropes. You can enter this program and not know nothing about music and come out and know a whole bunch more than you knew. And then what I think about it that's cool is at the end of the, the four weeks, you get a stipend. They also provide food and lunch for you every day, busing if you need it. And then you also are able to perform in front of your family at the end, which is like the icing on the cake so they can see what you've been working towards for that month of time. So, you know, it's pretty dope. And it, it it's something that once you're a part of, it just stays with you and you can always be tapped in with that network of people, which is just amazing. OK, cool. Well, yeah, we got a clip here and let's go to that and then we'll tap right back in. You gotta pay for it. You had it rocking, Cuddy. 
Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So was that a performance that was a part of the residency? That was. That was a a private show, like a secret show that we did for Sanmar, the production company group that makes all the clothes for all all those types of people. So I think there was fifteen hundred to two thousand people there. So it was dope. It was dope. Got to got to perform a great song. Subs was was booming. So you know had a lot of good energy in the air. That's what's up, bro. And so you said that the residency is uh, ran, was created by Malcolmore. And so, and I understand that you work with Malcolmore outside of the residency. So why don't we tap into that and like what you guys' relationship is? Ah, that's the big bro. That's the big homie, man. Like he shows me a lot of love, a lot of respect. Um, I'm able to just create, bounce ideas. I can call him and just pick his brain, whatever. I mean, he's just... Uh, genuinely a, a very good dude and down to earth, man, very humble. And one thing about him that I love most about him truly is he's never changed since the day I met him. Like he's always been the very same person. I remember freestyling for him when I first started the residency to even get in. And now I'm able to just have these conversations and really talk music and, you know, it's just good to be considered a peer, you know? Right, bro. That's what's up. That's definitely a network to have, bro. And I'm glad that you were blessed with that opportunity and you took full advantage of it. But um, before we get out of here, bro, just want to give you the opportunity to one, let people know where they can find you and whatnot. And the closing question would be just what's one piece of advice that you can give some young person out there who's wanting to start like just like how you have. Um, Let's do the you can find me at Vic Dax the second. That's on all streaming platforms. Um, social media. And one thing that I would tell the youth or the kids is to just follow your heart and what makes you happy, even if that takes time, because um, only time will tell what your interest really is. Don't listen to everybody that's outside of you because the truth is you and what's in you. That's what's up, bro. Well, I appreciate you joining me for the show. You appreciate me? you. We're always locked in, family. Yes, sir. Uh, all right, you guys. So when we get back, I got another heavy hitter. This is like, man, what doesn't this man do? He's a rapper. He's a DJ. He's a MC. It's like, man, you can find him anywhere in Seattle where it's cracking. He's there. So when we get back, we're going to be tapped in with your highness and we're back with in the mix. And yeah, definitely want to put a huge shout out and blessing and prayers to the Pickett family. It is very unfortunate that we lost my big bro to a senseless act into things that i'm definitely tired of and i feel like we all are tired of also you feel me to the isabels my big cousin caleb also devon pickett's best friend literally four days later he also lost his life so you know it's a down moment for us but you know it's opportunities like this it's sharing spaces and being with like-minded individuals and surrounded by greatness and family that gives us something to strive for even when we do have these down times but um you know we got a vibe back up you know um and i am now here with your highness like i said he's a man the renaissance man the original renaissance man himself man what's going down your honest how we doing cuddy i appreciate you bringing me up here it's an amazing space amazing platform i'm feeling good another week another week to get things done another week to stay productive come on you know Heard Blessed. you, bro. Heard you. And you looking fresh, brother. You text me worrying about what should you wear, bro. You have no problem. <laughs> Never know what you, man. You might wear a suit. So I <laughs> got to do the best of both worlds. Try to pair the street wears as FGS, um, basics, red zone, ATB. 
Come on, gotta All support from Seattle here. and support black business. You know, I got that daily bread on. Shout out to yes. Kai. You know, we yes. break bread out here. Um, so yeah, before we get too into the interview, you know, why don't you just let the people know a little bit about yourself, where you come from, you know, some stuff they might not know about you. Um, well, first and foremost, my name is Your Highness. Um, I was blessed with that name by my mom, so that's on my government ID, that's on the social security card, that's on everything. Um I grew up in a city in Federway, so not too far from here. Um, yep, I got some homies from there. You know, some of my closest friends. Typical childhood type stuff. I grew up playing sports, played ball all throughout high school, middle school. Um, you know, but love, love being around the people, love being in the city. So I found myself out here more than anything. And so, you know, I got my roots in Federway, but we we get the money in the city. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that we do, that we do. And you know, and usually like we have that original story, you know, most artists is the sports, you know, that's our biggest thing. Like me, I was playing sports. I would have never thought I would be on TV or being able to direct and all that, never. So, but everybody's why and how they made that transition is different. So how did you get into music, DJing? Like how did all that start from playing sports your whole life? Um, 2012 was my senior year and you know just like all of us we was we was balling hard I, I took played football at a high level did all the camps did everything and I just was like I'm kind of over it I was burnt out my high school wasn't too too good um and I immediately went into partying <laughs> like I threw my first party I think was after homecoming it was a crew event I'll never forget it lasted for like 45 minutes, but we all had the time of our life. And after that, I just, I felt that, I felt that spark that I was getting when I was playing football. You know, you, you have a big run, a big hit, and it's, it's, it's the, the crowd reaction, you know what I mean? And throwing those events, I felt that, that void that was missing after quitting playing sports. And so I kind of ran with it and just kept throwing events in, in high school parties and kind of learned the ropes of how to turn it into a business. And so I think putting the sports down was kind of a gift and a curse. Right, right, right. And, you know, I'm glad, you know, everything works out for a reason. Cause exactly. that's through that and through your craft is actually how we met. Yep. And that was at the Juneteenth with Eric Bellinger. Right, Absolutely. right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. I was being stage manager <laughs> and that's when we tapped in and immediately after that, we tapped in again and locked you in for the party when we do that epic day yes, party yes, of the rooftop. summer. Oh man. Shout out all day and the night. Shout out Francisco, who was the videographer. You feel me? Uh, so, um, which role do you like most of, of being a performer, DJ, being an MC? Like, which one do you like the most? I feel like they, um, they all go hand in hand with each other. Um, I'm an artist first and foremost, though. When I was in high school, I was always writing music. And so honestly, that's like, that's the passion. That's what I would kind of want the identifier to be. Um, just knowing kind of the the industry and knowing the ropes, it couldn't just be that. You know, I feel like a lot of people put themselves in a box and they pride themselves on just music and you need more than just one hustle. And that's what more than just this industry type stuff, you know, in life, just to be able to live in Seattle, you need probably two, two, three different hustles, you know? And so apply that to, to the things that I'm doing. I always wanted to make sure that I was doing something that's going to feed into the music. If it's DJing, I'm still around the music. If it's hosting, I'm still learning how to practice and perform. But all that's tying back into the music. The music is the passion. Right, right. 
Well, you know, especially with you having all those different backgrounds, that definitely adds into your network. Because one thing Absolutely. that I do know is that your network is, you know, going to the network. You feel me? It's very extensive. <laughs> For and sure. So, like, let's tap into some of those partnerships that you have with other people that are out here in Seattle that do the same thing. Um, I, honestly, man, anybody who's kind of doing anything, I feel like we've crossed paths. It's It's been a special thing being able to work at Q nightclub. Um, I've been able to be the creative coordinator there for the past year and a half. Prior to that, I was throwing monthly events there and you know, everybody wants to party. Right. <laughs> you know, tap, what about uh, Al- the partnership with alphabet vodka? Cause man, um, we was up on that stage, bro. Yes. Yes. Do be having it popping. Shout Absolutely. out to alphabet vodka. Absolutely. I, I love those guys. They're good people. Um, that just came about just being outside. I was talking to my homie the other day and he's like, man, how, how can I get booked more? How can I, how can I get into the scene more? And honest to God, I was, uh, they did their first day fade. I had no idea about it. I was just going to support Justin Hardinger. He was DJ and he's like, bro, I need an MC. I'm used to doing EDM. They want to hear hip hop tonight. How can you help me? Jumped on the mic. Jimmy pulls me to the side, gives me 200 bucks. He said, I'm gonna call you. The next time he called me, he was like, I'm about to do this next day fade. That's how that relationship happened. It was just literally being there. You know, and a lot of people I feel like in our region are too cool. You know, if they're not booked, if they don't know the people throwing the event, they don't show up. How are we going to be able to bridge these gaps? I'm going to go. I'm going to go show my face. I'm going to show up. And, you know, if they pass me the ball, I'm going to score it. And that's honestly how that relationship came about. Every time. <laughs> and don't let any of that go over your head. He definitely just dropped some gems on you. you feel like, so. <laughs> if you need to rewind back, it's on YouTube. So. Yeah, go back to that. But um, we're going to take a quick break. Yep. And when we get back, we'll get into like some of your projects and then, yep. you know, some of your features you got going. Fire. Yeah, Fire. you already know. So we'll tap <laughs> into the music. Um, you guys are watching In The Mix and we'll be right back. And we're back. You're tuning in with your boy, Cuddy. Shout out to our audio engineer today. I like him. OK, he's been doing a great job. Carlos, you keep him around. OK, <laughs> so uh, your honest, let's get into this project. man. Yep. You know, that player. <laughs> sexy. You feel me? And that cool. Let's Come get on. into that, man. Player sexy cool. I put out two weeks ago. It's a joint project with me and Richie Prophet. Um, six songs. Really just if I'm gonna be transparent with you, I was supposed to put that out in the summertime. So if you listen to the project, it's gonna give you more of that melodic, summer that summer vibes, feel. Really, the yeah. first song on there is called Hot Boy. Um, you know, and that's just really a spin-off of the hot girl summer letting the fellas know that it's, it's our turn to turn up and, and have a good time. And, you know, whatever that consists of, that consists of, you know what I mean? And so yeah, it was just really just just a bunch of player vibes, man. Things that you can kind of get ready to go into the club. You know, if you you fortunate enough to ride home with something after the club, that's something you play. Is it something that you play inside the club? I don't know. You know, if if, if the crowd demands it, they do. But it's definitely something that you can get ready to and catch a vibe with. Okay, okay. And then uh, let's expand on that feature with Richie Profit. Like, what's you guys' relationship? How did you guys come together for this project? Yep. You know, let's talk about that. Um, I grew up with Richie Profit. We played Federway Hawks together. So we grew up playing football. He actually went to Federway High. I went to Decatur. Um, he was doing music on a whole nother wave, like rapping super hard. He lived in Vegas for a while lived that life and honestly came back home and seen what I was doing and was just like, okay, I need to be around this. I need to be around productivity. Me and that guy probably recorded like 20 songs. 
honestly, we, we got like 20 songs. I took one of the songs I was going to make it on this project and put it on my first project tutorials that I put out last year. Right. So that's how much the music we got together. And that's how much we work together. Um, our relationship is organic, man. His, his, his son calls me uncle, you know, my son will call him uncle. Like we're, we're tight like that. Like our, our ladies are locked in. They're cool with each other. Like it's, it's beyond the music part. Like that's why, you know, it's, it's cool for me to work with other people. Cause I, I enjoy hanging out with these people in real life. That's what makes these collabs and features so much easier. You know? Right. And you mentioned family too. And you know, I mean, like Peach, you had your son with you on stage and everything at your performance. So like how important is it being just like an independent artist and just establishing that legacy? Definitely knowing that you got someone you feel me looking up to. Um, it's, it's very important for me. Um, I, I grew up with my dad. I grew up with both of my parents. Um, my father was a blue collar worker though. Do you know what I mean? And he wanted me to get my hands dirty, you know, maybe get under a car maybe join the union. And there's nothing wrong with that. I, I love that about my father, but my, my dad's 69 years old. He missed the whole internet wave. He's still to this day, kind of, it's still not making sense for him. And so I'm priding myself on still trying to be jiggy enough for my sons and, and my daughter to be able to like truly connect with me and understand that I speak the same language. That's how I want my fatherhood and my legacy to go with my kids. I want to be able to speak their same, same language. So family is super important for me. That's what's up, bro. Um, I didn't think I asked you this, but just so we can double back real quick, what's your favorite song on the project? Hmm. I go back and forth between Hot Boy and Pacific. Um, Hot Boy is just, you know, I, like I said earlier, I think that could be the closest song that could get played in a club. But just like sonically and lyrically, I think Pacific is just a great song. You know, it's 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 for the women and it's for the brothers. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's up, bro. Um, so like. I didn't get the chance. We didn't do the rapid fire, but I do got yep. some, you know, kind of other questions like that. That's a little creative. So yep. um, if you could work with any artists, who would you work with? Start off, you can give me like three local yep. and then like three just national, international, globally. Um, Locally, I would love to share space with Cam the Mac. I think we'll make some super cool music. Um, you know, he's in the player world, you know, uh, Outlaw. Outlaw money. He's super hard to me. He uh, he paints and stuff like that. He's just he's on the same wavelength that I'm on. I feel like we'll we can share space and make some some tight stuff. Uh, probably Kenyatta too. That's my cousin. Yeah, Key Key be hard. Come on, Cuddy. Hey, we're tapped in. All you right. know, it's it's really a vibe thing for me. Like I'm I'm typically able to again to share these spaces with these people, but these are people that I haven't been able to share that space with and kind of seeing the things that I see on the internet here in the street report, it's like, okay, we, we probably could share the same socks. You right. know what I mean? So it'd be cool to be able to lock in the studio with those guys. Right. And before we go to like global artists, I like your, I loved your answer. Cause you didn't really go the typical route that like people, like most Seattle artists go, not saying most, so let me not speak for people. However, 
what I've witnessed is, you know, people go, and these are my brothers, and I think they're hard too. Yeah. But you know, everybody goes to pay, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Hurt, all them. For sure. But you went to some people I've personally haven't heard of, and now I'm intrigued to go tap in Absolutely. and listen to them myself. So For I sure. appreciate your answer. Absolutely. You know, it's still a shout out to all those guys that I just named. It's major love to all of them. Yep. Right? I love the fact that everybody's doing their thing, especially with this platform here. I'm trying to get everybody on this show so the we can right share way. that space the right way, you know. <laughs> but um as we get out of here, bro, I just want to, you know, kind of end on a serious tip, not so serious, but like ultimately, bro, when it's all said and done, how do you want to be remembered, especially like in the industry and just by your people, your loved one? Like, how do you want to be remembered when it comes down to your career and your legacy? I just want to be remembered as a leader. I want to be remembered as somebody who took care of the people that was around them um, and just a, a, a dope individual, a, fa a father somebody who reached success and didn't really have to, you know, poop on people to get there. You know, I want to, I want to be known for bringing my people with me and taking care of those of us around me for sure. That's what's up, bro. That's what's up. Well, like I said, I appreciate you from joining me, bro. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm going to have you look at that camera right there. Number one, yeah. tell the people where they can find you or the platforms for your music. Absolutely. All that. Put yourself on, bro. Johannes J, Twitter, Instagram, um, Johannes Jennings on Facebook. If you're in that world, um, Johannes J on YouTube, you can honestly find me on any platform under Johannes J. That's Spotify, iTunes, all that good stuff. Keep up with me. I'm going to keep you entertained. We're going to have some fun and hopefully we can get some money together. <laughs> and me and you going to keep getting some money together. Come on. <laughs> and when we come back, man, I'm going to close out the show. Thank you guys for watching. Thank you for supporting. And yeah, you're tuned in. We're in the mix. And we're back. We're back. We're in the mix. Before we get out of here, man, I just want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in and watching. Thank you to STG for this beautiful space and being able to be a part of history. You know, I grew, born and raised here in Seattle. I been, remember being a little kid in that very audience watching The Lion King or my big cousin Romeo starring Danny Zuko in the play Grease. You know, so it's like it's an honor to be here and be in this space. And it's honestly just like a testament to how you got to speak life into yourself. Like I've had these conversations by myself or with friends and family that I'll one day be in this space. And now I'm here. So a major shout out to my big bro, Amari. You know, he's always going to provide you with a platform. And since I got in here, like this is like one of my first times really doing this. He throws you in the fire. And that's kind of the nature here at Converge. And it's all in good love because what better way to start out with your first show than being in the Paramount Theater, you know? So it's nothing but love. I'm forever grateful and just thankful for the opportunity. I'm thankful for you guys. And uh, yeah, just be on the lookout for more things from me. You guys can follow me on Instagram at Cuddy the Sensei. Uh, they're going to put my lower third up right there. You can see that. Yeah, Cuddy the Sensei. Follow me on Instagram. You know, hit me up. Let me know if some people you want me to interview, topics you want me to talk about, and definitely stay tuned for the events because from here on, it's a movie. So appreciate you guys. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.